Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me today is brand new Extra Life team member and co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie? Not too bad. Yeah, I just kept forgetting to go in and sign into it and join the team, but finally did it today, so... You're part of the team, and the first thing Eddie's going to be doing on the 27th of October is recording our first live episode of Summoner's Call, in which you find folks, if you donate by going to bit.ly slash TGI Extra Life 2018, and you mention Summoner's Call or Faye or whatever, uh, you can join us live on the show as well during our topics section, and we'll just we'll just shoot the shoot the crap about about Fire Emblem Heroes and Fire Emblem and who did you summon, all that fun stuff. I, it's going to be a I'm lot not of fun. Sure I'd rec- I'm not sure I'd recommend shooting crap. From what I understand, especially if it's fresh, it'll splatter everywhere. Mm-hmm. I grew up on a farm. He's not wrong. Uh, but it should be a grand old time. I look forward to it. It's only two weeks away, believe it or not. So if you haven't donated and you're thinking of donating or you just want to share the link and say, hey, Fire Emblem community, check these rad dudes out. You can share the link bit.ly slash TGI Extra Life 2018. Eddie, thank you so much for joining the team. I look forward to playing some games with you live on stream. But I'm also looking forward to hearing how our banners have been doing. How's the summoning going this week, Eddie? Oh, it's going. Uh, and, you know, uh, we currently still have the Heroes with Boy skills for another couple days. Mm-hmm. The Performing Arts rerun until the 19th. The Generals of Muspel Banner till the 23rd. The Tempest Trials Banner for the uh, Tempest Trials where, you, where you'll get Dorcas out of just started and runs till the 24th. And the Lands Bounty Banner, our new Halloween banner, running until the 9th. Um, I personally did hop into the Halloween banner. I got pretty pity broken early on by Lean. Uh, dove back in, ended up getting pity broken by Jafar. Oh. But while but while finishing out the wheel where Jafar was there, I managed to get Niles as well. Halloween Niles. Halloween Niles. Um, yep, and as I was winding down my summoning for now at least, I managed to get Mia as well. So I'm halfway through the banner. Uh, asked about it in Discord, and um, Kirk, uh, he re-rolled his account. He's making decent progress. Um uh, but he had only gotten a Ninian off the Halloween banner for a while there, but he actually did manage to pull a Mur. Haven't double I double checked, but I haven't heard back if it was a uh, normal Mur or the Halloween Mur. But did he not tag it as H Mur? Uh, if I he did, that. I missed that. But well, I mean, either way, Mur is a strong character, and and it's interesting yep. to see someone like I, I guess. Folks do exist with dual accounts where you have your free-to-play and then you have your your main account where you're kind of like pumping orbs in. Personally, I don't know if I could do two accounts just because I'd I'd hate if I got, oh, I got this amazing summon on my second account, but where I really want to play is my my main one. But uh, From what I understand is he decided to... He may be doing both of his accounts, but from what I understood of how he phrased it, he was getting rid of his old account completely. Oh, I could be wrong. Oh. I may have misunderstood that, but oh, maybe could be the case, Kirk. If you're listening, certainly let us know in Discord, and we can have that chat. Uh, I I'm curious. We're obviously going to talk about the Halloween banner and our topic, and kind of get into the nitty gritty of the characters. But the the summoning you have done here with with Mia, you got Mia. She just looks like she just put on an orange hat to match her outfit, and she carries a broom around. You know, uh, do, do you get that vibe from her? Uh, let me pull up her art here quickly. She looks but... exactly like like her other gear because I have a, a a normal Mia, and I was like, I'm not I'm not judging the art. I think the art is great. I'm just I'm just kind of joking around and that it looks like she just put on an orange hat and like that's a it's a pretty poor excuse for a Halloween costume. You know, like you got to try a I bit, mean... right? I'd have to pull up her original character here in a second, but I mean, I do believe it is a different color outfit, but yes, her outfit does look very similar to her uh, normal outfit from what I can tell. 
So that's like me, like wearing my normal work outfit, but then just putting on a witch's hat and say, I'm like, I'm Halloween Ryan. Boogity boo. You know, I, I'm just joking around, but like, you gotta see where I'm coming from here. Well, there are slightly different color, different designs. Um, in her original outfit, there's not the, uh, belly button window. Which is and, uh, in true fashion of Halloween. And the black is on the outside, not on the inside. Oh, okay. Um, also, apparently this is the older version of Mia. Uh, the original Mia is Path of Radiance. This is Radiant Dawn Mia. So, Wait, but, sorry. So the Halloween one is the old one? or No, the Halloween one is the new one. Is the older version. Oh, so in the sequel, she just inverted her colors. Possibly. It could be a similar outfit to what she wore in the sequel. Um, I mean, also, she's carrying around her very bizarre-looking staff Mm. with her there. Uh, Yeah. I'm just poking fun. Obviously, we're going to talk more about it. Uh, And the reason I'm poking fun is I did not summon at all uh, this week. I'm still unsure of who I should go for because... I I really don't know. <laughs> we'll be discussing the Halloween characters, so maybe in a bit, so maybe that'll help you decide if you want any of them. But Yeah. I mean uh, we'll aside see. from yeah, aside from the Halloween characters, we did get the new calendar. Mm-hmm. Um not a ton interesting. Um there's a banner coming on the twenty third. Um there was some discussion over whether or not it would be the far fetched heroes two banner if we get that at all. Um, I think that is likely because there's a Forging Bonds event four days later, like normal for the Forging Bonds events. So I'm expecting it to be the Farfetch'd Heroes 2, a four-hero banner, and the Forging Bonds to be with those characters. Uh, there's a possibility it'll be a normal three-character banner and not the Farfetch'd Heroes 2, and the Grand Hero bar- Battle starting on the 25th is part of the event. But... And, don't know for sure, and we'll see when it gets here. Sorry. Yeah, no, and to remind folks, Farfetched Heroes was sort of the reaching down the list of the of the Choose Your Legend and picking from that. Is that correct? Yep. From what I recall, it was the four highest uh, ranked heroes that were not yet in the game. Uh, it's where mm-hmm. we got Dorcas last year, as well as a couple other. Heroes that were somewhat high in the list, but were not part of the game as of yet. Can't remember exactly who else was on that list, but yeah, I don't really. I remember Dorcas because I remember that being part yeah. of the conversation, but uh, I don't remember who else. So I, it, that didn't, that's an interesting. Was it around this time last year that we got the Farfetched Heroes? Um, sort of. Um, it was a little later that we got the Farfetched Heroes. I think we got them like right before the um book two start uh but i mean i i find it unlikely they're gonna go two full months without any story chapters and farfetch heroes they could easily do a paralogue they came shortly before book two i think they were banner right before book two so they were um, filler and, basically perfect, perfect yeah for this. yeah and book three or book two started at the beginning of december if i recall collecting correctly end of november last year Mm -hmm. uh but book one also ended in like the end of october i believe so i don't see them doing a full two months to wait for december it was only about 10 months before they launched book two after book one so book two already has lasted longer than book one yeah but they may go ahead and wait that extra month but i fully suspect there's a good chance that books will get beginning a um uh Fade Channel sometime this month, and Book 3 will be starting uh, at the beginning of November. Could be wrong, though. Yeah, and people in Discord were saying that this month seems to be a pretty light month for orbs, so if they make up for that with some sort of celebration for Book 3, that could also yep. be a sort of a, a hint of things to come. Yep. Yeah. yeah, there was no listing of the... Uh halloween banner rerun from last year but i fully suspect that'll come on the 19th when the performing arts banner goes away oh you think that'll be they just probably won't add that to the calendar it's just like a 
they didn't put the performing arts rerun on the calendar, so it's entirely possible they opted not to put it on the calendar as well. Yeah. Well, uh, that'll be interesting. Uh, it'll be. That's a good point. I don't even know if the reruns actually show up on the calendar. Now that I think about it. Yeah. I don't think they have been. Uh, did you play Tap Battle? That does not sound like you. Why did you play Tap Battle? No, I always play Tap Battle for the first week or so until they stop giving me daily quests. And I actually have a date for it. On the 19th is when I'll stop playing Tap Battle this month. You heard it here first, Tap Battle. Your days are numbered. Uh, any observations from your, your tapping? Well, um, this month is, uh, I believe it was called Air of Light. Uh, and it's focused on genealogy slash slash Thracia characters. Um, and it actually has been kind of illuminating in that uh, the boss battles seem to be the parents uh, followed by the children. Um, we got uh, Ethlyn, uh Well, technically, we were fighting Quan with Ethlyn and a third character who I didn't quite recognize off the top of my head um, as the first boss. Uh, after you defeat Quan in like three or four hits, um, Leaf, Ethlyn and Quan's child, son, the hero of Thracia, shows up and you fight him. And the second one, if they are following the pattern, you get Sylvia and then Lean, which suggests that Lean is actually Sylvia's child, uh, mm-hmm. the two dancers we have there. Um, either... Uh, there's no canon father for Lean, or they're not in the game yet, because there was no other characters uh, with uh, Lean or Sylvia in the first half. And in the third one, we got Eldigan and Ares, no surprise. Um, there was another character flying in with uh, Eldigan. Oh, his sister. Uh, so I don't think that was the mother there. But... Um, Eldigan's sister, uh, what's her name, Lachesis, was flying in as well. I believe Sigurd's next round, so I'm fully expecting Deirdre uh, to be coming with him in the first round, and Sigurd and possibly Julia in the second round. Mm-hmm. That's, well, that's, uh, that's good. So you're thinking that's just the pattern for this tap battle, like it's not... It's not going to dictate anything else going on in the game. It's just what they've chosen for the for this specific tap battle. Yeah, I mean, they've been recently doing themes like the last month's farewell was all various fangs of the four fangs or whatever they were in Fire Emblem uh, Blazing Blade, the Lin game. Right. Uh, you know, Ursula, Lloyd, all them. Uh, so this month's theme seems to be... Uh, genealogy in Thracia. Cool. And we're and since that was a game that did parents and children, we're kind of getting the parents and children, which it being a game that never came to America is actually kind of interesting info to figure out. Yeah. Like if you'll really look at them, it kind of makes sense. But I never did realize that Sylvia and uh, Lean were mother and daughter. Or like if I hadn't have figured it out when the when Quan's banner came out, I would never have known that Quan and Leaf were father and son. So, yeah, it is really you had additional info on the older game or the Japan Japan only games. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's really cool when they shed some light for for gamers like like us who haven't had a chance to to play those games or haven't seeked out a way to play those games. Uh, we we had a bit of a so last week we recorded and right after we recorded. Uh, intelligent system said hey what if we what if we did a new event and you and i had a back a bit of a back and forth and you know my weekend was crazy after we recorded so we didn't get a chance but we were thinking oh do we record a mini and at first glance it's like oh a new event this is amazing and then you kind of look into it and not to sell it short but i was like this this seems like one of their twitter things but in game um the yeah first... it's some weird mix of twitter events slash in-game event essentially it's a twitter event that's run through playing the game Mm -hmm. yeah the first one was they were heroic feats in the round one which has already ended which is what we were talking about last week and that yeah last week the main reason i was thinking that we should maybe talk about is because it was going to end before we recorded but i had missed that it said there's a guaranteed of three more rounds after it so 
Yeah, and we were successful. The the I didn't do it. I don't know if you actually put forth effort to to add to the count, but it was like what seventeen million uses of heroes with the fury skill. We had to do ten million uses of the hero with the fury skill, and we got about twelve million and change. And um, I put some sort of effort into it to a degree. I was working on leveling my Levitane, and that's part of her base kit. So I had Fury 1 on her for after I got enough SP to do it. But I wasn't specifically going out and hunting down a Fury character to, you know, uh, grind up a bunch of points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It just, to me, it didn't jump out as something incredibly like this is earth shattering like if book three was announced tonight then yes tomorrow we would definitely record a mini but like with this it just didn't it didn't jump out as me as something like ah this could probably wait right it's a nice event Mm -hmm. um if you're playing completely free to play and holding off on all banners except for the brave banners or banners that you really want a character from getting these bonus four-star heroes is a nice bonus. But I've got some... I've had so many Hanados, I've barely touched them, and I'm one of the weird ones that doesn't use Fury that often. Mm -hmm. Uh, That may be partially because a lot of times if I'm doing leveling or doing a bunch of stuff, it's through Tempest Trials, and you're doing multiple rounds, so Fury is less useful there. When you know you're only going through one battle, then Fury can be quite useful. It gives you an extra boost quickly. It gives you a chance to kill someone that you might not have been able to kill uh, without the boosted stats. But, you know, it's in a Tempest Trials type situation where you're having to go through up to five or seven maps. You know, reducing your health every time you attack is very dangerous yeah especially if you don't have a healer in the group yeah and we and we should mention so these heroic feats are basically yeah you you, as a community you try to do a specific thing multiple times in a a window of about a week the current one running round two is for a free four-star burkut we did get the four-star hanoda in the first round uh and this time it's 30 million uh sorry send 30 million mage units. Yeah, mage units. So this one should be a a little bit easier for folks to even accidentally help out, right? Yeah, it's a little more generic, so it'll be easier to accidentally help out. And if you stack a team where up to four people, other than tap battle, Mm -hmm. um, each will count towards the goal. Even if you do, like, four of the same character, each will count. Um, From the 16th to the 17th, they'll count for double. So that last day, the hero's count is double. But if we do that, we'll get a free four-star Burkut, which is a grand hero character. So yeah. if you're trying to work towards a five, uh, you know, plus ten Burkut, uh, this is a chance to get another one, especially since him being one of the yearly characters, he's going to be even harder to get to, five, to plus ten. I don't yeah. think many Grand Hero battle characters are ever going to get to plus 10. True. It's definitely going to take a number of years. Yeah. And the, and the thing is, like, I don't want to I don't want to poo-poo this. I, I think it's really cool that they're adding this, and it's nice to see sort of more in-game progression-type events being offered at a grand scale using the whole community. 30 million seems like a, a, a gross amount, so it'll be interesting to see if we actually hit that. I'm sure we will, but, like, it's just... It's really cool to see this stuff, and if this becomes like a monthly thing with multiple rounds, like I, I really dig it. And more free heroes, whether you're free to play, you've been playing for two years, whatever, it's it's always good. So it's a positive. Free, free, free stuff is always nice, and you know, uh, like the fact that we're getting a grand hero battle character, as yeah. opposed to just normal characters you can summon anywhere. I mean, if you've done any kind of decent sized summoning session you probably got in we're summoning on the red orbs probably got about 20 or 30 hanadas at some point that's probably a bit of an exaggeration but you know hanadas are not that hard to come by 
Yeah. So. Oh yeah, definitely got yeah. a lot of Hanotas. Uh, but I am curious as to what's going on in the game outside of just these heroic feats. Yep. Other other than the heroic feats, we got a new uh, Blessed Gardens in Tactics Drill. We got the Grand Hero Battle Revival of Kana uh, going on until the 17th. Um, we got the Relay Defense, as I suspected, going on for two weeks until the 27th. Three Heroes quests are running, uh, still running till the 22nd. Uh, that was a quick one for me. I actually had all three of them up at uh, five-star level 40, so I just made a small group and sent them in to get their kills easily. Not too shabby. And as we mentioned, the new tap battle is running until the 11th of November. Good stuff. Get in there and tap. As for events that are coming up in the near future, starting before October 20th, you've got the Tempest Trial starting in just tomorrow, 14th. A uh, new power banner starts on the 17th, and a, a banner alongside a bound hero battle for Ephraim and Mur starts on October 18th. So look forward to that. As speaking of banners, let's talk about Land's Bounty. Uh, we've got four new heroes here, all Halloween-focused. But before we jump in, Eddie, I want to know, did you play the paralogue that came alongside this? Uh, yeah, that was an interesting one. <laughs> Uh, apparently, we had the Order of Heroes had a um, food shortage. Yeah, I thought that was kind of dark. <laughs> yeah, and the solution was to participate in the Harvest Festival, and then Anna got all grateful and wanting to help out, and then found a way to turn it into a money making scheme. Yeah, just sell back the 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 extra food, the extra surplus. Food. Yeah. Which isn't a bad thing. She just went quickly to, ooh, it allows us to get more money and buy more land and get more money. In. Yeah, but. she's a she's a bit of a interesting person when it comes to money. Uh, but yeah, these yeah. heroes are are they they presented themselves similar to last year's event, like ooh, I want candy, and they had another dragon, and the dragon's like, I'm not a child, but I still like candy. So they kind of yep. leaned into that again, and I, th I thought that was kind of good. But uh, yeah, yep. solid. So, we got four new characters. Three of them are armored characters. Uh, one of them is a flying character. You'll never guess which ones are armored by looking at their art. But three of them are oh, armored. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. As I, as I mentioned when listing them, uh, we got Kagero, the beverage nin ninja. The first of two banner characters who went shopping at the skin-tight armor store. <laughs> and actually our second seasonal Kagero this year. So, it looks like Tharja has a challenger for a mantle of how many times are we going to get this character? Well, well, it's no Lynn, but true. But you know, outside of Lords, Kagero has gotten quite a few seasonal characters qu quite quickly. Yeah. I was so, surprised to see her again so soon. Yeah. Um, as for her skills, her weapon is a wine, but I'm sorry. I mean, juice bottle that she uses as green daggers. Uh, they should be inheritable because they have the plus symbol on them and um, has the uh, her and Niles have the same effect to their weapon of a special cooldown minus one per attack um, as well as uh, her weapon has the usual dagger effects uh, she also comes equipped with draconic aura as a special mirror strike in the A slot bold fighter in the B slot and even attack wave in the C slot Cool. Sounds like a so. formidable maid. Now, this one, I don't know if I meant to, if I typed this in Discord, if I meant to, to type it, but this kind of fell in with my prediction that Kagero is technically a hero cosplaying another hero because she's wearing a maid's outfit, right? Yeah. So like, I thought I was kind of close with that one. I don't know if we want to give me the brownie points, but maybe I'll just pat myself on the back. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, that's up to you, but yeah, she is sort of cosplaying as another hero. She looks a lot like Felicia does, so I'll take it. Or Flora. Yep, I will. Uh, I'll take it for now, and we'll see how it goes. Uh, you also mentioned that Niles was another character that that shopped at the skin tight armor store with Kagero. So Niles is the Forbidden Tease. Wow, what a name! Uh, but yeah. He, he also swung by and got a light cloak from the store where Murr shopped at. More on that in a little bit. 
Um, Niles is a blue bow unit, being the second one in the game and the first non-legendary one, but still limited. This is a special hero's banner. Also the first armored colored archer. So similar to last year, we got we got an armored archer. What was his name? Henry, right? No. No. Henry was an armored green mage. Uh, it was Jacob. Jacob, right. Devoted monster. It was yes. an armored archer. Yeah, so we got another one of those, but this time it's a blue archer. Uh, his devilish bow has the same features of Kagora's juice as we had uh, talked, minus the dagger effects. He also comes with smite, swiss sparrow, attack speed link, and fortify armor. So quite the... Quite the collection of goodies under his under his cloak. Yeah, um, and he's got the his arrows are little devil pitchforks, which is fun. Can't go wrong with that. And Those are, are like, probably a pain to pull out. Yep, bat wing bows, bat wings, bat wings on the bow. Yeah, not like not like he so. works for Batman. He just he just he just has some yep. nondescript bat wings. And I have to say, it really fits Niles in his attitude when you encounter him in other places especially even the name forbidden tease he's quite the little tease flirting with anything that moves oh is that where it's coming from i believe so and i'll admit i haven't had a ton of experience with him but from what i recall from my encounters with him he is pretty much always flirting with just about anyone well you can't go wrong with a little niles flirting that's for sure uh, then we have uh, we have our third armored uh, dragon and filling out the color set with a red armored dragon. Uh, so with her legendary Tiki and Grima Robin, we fill it out. Uh, like I mentioned, like mentioned, she went to the cloak shop with Niles and got herself a heavy cloak like Tiki uh, to act as armor because she is an armored dragon. Um, she comes with spirit breath. Uh, which is a unique weapon. Uh, it might be uh, inheritable, and it's hard to tell with the breath weapons, uh, but it grants defense plus three, and if her defense is greater than or equal to the foe's defense, minus five, or plus five, I can't remember which order that is. Sorry. It's foe's defense plus five, sorry. So she has to be five over their defense. She makes a guaranteed follow-up attack. Uh, then the usual dragon stone, if the range is two, it calculates using the lower of defense or resistance. Uh, she also comes with bonfire as a special, defense, res uh, defense slash resistance as an A skill, vengeful fighter as a B skill, and armored march as or armor march as a C skill. So she's got two ways to guarantee she will double smack you. Yeah. Well, good for good for her. She 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 does seem to be like the character that seems to be coming out on top that I've heard. I mean, in terms of her power, but I could be wrong. Uh, I've heard her name mentioned over uh, over the others when people are talking about the skill sets. Uh yeah. When I um glanced through once the um actual stats came out at level forty, I believe she has a one seventy nine BST, which is only one lower than. Um, oh, legendary Tiki. Legendary Tiki. So she's quite a powerful unit. So yeah, I can see her coming out power-wise as the standout. Well, Although I mean, we're our... not gonna we're, we're not gonna sugarcoat it here because really, uh, our sh you know our show is very different. But when you look at the other Fire Emblem uh, Heroes podcast that we often mention, um, Theology. They will deep dive on these heroes. I know they're the, both uh, Greps and and uh, Phil are, are very busy with work, but I, I think they're going to get around to, to these heroes eventually. But that's where I usually get, you know, my my sort of analytical advice. But right now, looking at these heroes, I, I've always say, stated I always go based on personal attachment to these heroes and how cool they look. And so far, I'm not really, you know brought to any of these characters like Kagero looks interesting but I just don't know if I want a character that throws bottles of wine around that just <laughs> seems silly um they're bottles of juice sure 
juice. Okay, but it could be non-alcoholic wine. Is non-alcoholic wine just juice? <laughs> I feel like that's a yeah, pretty bit. much. <laughs> I would think so. I, I maybe there's something you can do to make it more wine-like than normal juice. I don't know, but what's the really, deal? Wine, with... wine is fermented juice. So true. So yeah, I don't know. I just, I just had that thought out loud. Mer does look cool. You know, I will grant you that she does look really neat. But I just got armored tiki, and I don't know. Do I do I really want another one? You know, after getting armored that's tiki so soon. Your choice. It is. Yes, uh, that's true. Great. So I'm gonna have to still. I'm gonna lose sleep over this. But uh, let's look at the last one here, and then we can have a bit of an overall discussion before we move on. So Mia, Moonlit Witch. We talked a little bit about her up in the summoning uh, summoning report. The Return of the Witch, Broom and all. Mia is a flying healer. With quite the weapon on her, she is the special killer. If she attacks, she resets the cooldown of her target and foes within two spaces of the target and inflicts special cooldown charge minus one per attack during combat on the same foes. She also comes with recover, heavenly light, speed, slash res bond, and hone flyers. So this seems to be a new skill. The the cooldown reset, am I yep. wrong on that? It's a new, yep, new weapon skill. They're kind of, they're the uh, accelerate and slow skills out there. Mm -hmm. uh, slow, accelerate and slow special. Um, but hers completely resets it and puts on a debuff so that on the next turn, uh, that character will not gain any special, any credit towards their special. Or, well, they'll gain one less credit towards their special per attack. That the foe does that. Um, essentially, it's kind of hard to figure out exactly how it works um the way it's worded uh, only highest value applied does not stack as usual neutralizes special cooldown count reductions after combat but skills that accelerate and slow special are still effective hmm. so the way i read that is that um a character will attack then at the end of their turn they'll get a they'll get minus however many from their cooldown charge um, to the cooldown counter, essentially. Right. Essentially, if you have a sk skill that requires four attacks to cooldown, you'll do two attacks, and then it'll subtract, or assuming you do two attacks, at the end of your turn, it will subtract two and put you back up. So let's say you have, um, like, Accelerate Special. So every time you attack, you get two points instead of one. So you attack twice, you're at you're ready to activate your special, then when the turn ends, you're back to two before you activate the special. If hmm. that makes sense. That makes sense. I, I wonder though, like is this skill enough to set her above the other healers that we've gotten in the game lately, like uh, Brave Veronica and Mary Bell was the one before that that yeah. was everyone was all about. I mean, if you give her like a B of uh, you know, the powerful staff or whatever, the wrathful staff, and then uh, refine this with dazzling staff. I mean, the foe can't counterattack. She'll uh, deduct from their special and limit how much of a special they can get on their next turn. And with the B of the wrathful, wrathful staff, she will hit uh, quite hard. She'll be able to hit quite hard. Hmm. You know, hit like a normal weapon instead of half the damage. So... But she's she a flying could be useful. Unit. It's yeah, she is a flying unit, our first flying healer. Oh really? Um, I, I can't remember any other flying healers. We've had mounted healers. I don't think we've had any armored healers. But we've had such a <laughs> drought of healers for so long. Um, whether she outdoes Veronica or not, um, I'd have to really look at Veronica and double check exactly what hers does. But I mean, if you're fighting a battle where you've been having trouble with the um, character's special attacks attacking happening so often. I mean, she straight up resets it when she attacks them, and then limits how much of a chance they have to activate it again. So it's an it's a useful. really cool yeah it's a really cool skill, and honestly, could be a good utility to have in your belt, especially in arena as you're as you're mm -hmm. batting people, uh, and then they're. Yeah, like I can imagine a lot of the high armor, high defense units that with the counters, like Hector. Oftentimes, if you if you're like 
you got two units left and and he's got that he's got the his special activated like well you're gonna have to burn through that with somebody and that could that could kill someone yeah. so it's uh it's an but interesting if you skill use, yep if you then bring up her with her if someone's ready to activate their special you bring up her with her um uh if she has dazzling staff refined or as her b skill Mm-hmm. Uh, bring her up, she smacks them, they don't get to counterattack, and then that cooldown that was ready to go is now reset. So. It, certainly, it, it certainly leaves a lot of options. And, I mean, in terms of designs across the board, I, I do like her design sort of the best. Uh, Niles is a very, like, Niles might actually beat out Mia, like, looking more at Niles now with his, like, devil bow, or devil bow in it, or a devil arrows and his batwing bow and arrow or bow blah, man uh he he he's up there but i don't know if i want another armored bow unit but like a, if this is the first flying healer that's a pretty that's a pretty cool get you know and she does look cool as much as i joked about her just putting on an orange hat and calling it a day but uh she does look yeah. really cool and Yep, she does look cool. Um, there's one more character coming, another armored unit, a green axe armor unit right. uh, from the Tempest Trial, Dorcas Pumpkin Smasher. Uh, don't really know what his skills are off, uh, quite yet. Um, Ooh, we could always we, talk about him next week with the Tempest Trial, right? Yep, we can talk about him next week once we get him, but he is coming. He will be here tomorrow with the Tempest Trial. His green axe looks awesome. Gotta say the art for that, both yep. in the chibi art and and the uh, and the drawn art, looks great. I never thought I'd say this about Dorcas, but I'm actually looking forward to getting this guy for free. He looks really cool. And you don't even have to decide if you want to pull for him or not, because he is free. Yeah, just Tempest Trial reward. I think this might this might be a Halloween miracle. Just throwing it out there. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, you like yeah. those miracles all of a sudden. You know, it's just, uh, I don't know, it's fun to say, I guess. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, we will look forward to Dorcas uh, gracing us with his presence once again when Tempest Trials arrives uh, tomorrow. So, Summoner's Focus, we've selected, well, we haven't, uh, the fine listeners have through our straw poll, and Soleil from Fates is the character we're going to be discussing tonight. Soleil is the daughter of Laszlo. Like the other children of fate, she was placed in the Deep Realms to protect her from the war. While she stayed in her Deep Realm for most of the time, she eventually became interested in mercenary work and amassed a large crew who help out those in need. It is said that her group is always smiling due to her philosophies of keeping a positive attitude. That That's just delightful, isn't it, Eddie? Yep, um... I met, I put up a post earlier in the week mentioning that the sun was shining bright on the poll uh, while re-listing the poll, giving people a chance to vote. Because uh, at the time, it was like uh, four votes for Soleil and one vote for another character. Mm-hmm. Um, so, And if those who don't quite understand what I was re- referencing there, Soleil means sun in French. Oh, I knew that. So I'm from Canada. I figured you would because you're from Canada, but you know there were some who might have been confused by it in Discord. So I will be honest; I didn't catch on. <laughs> I should have. My mother, who's who is fluent French speaking, uh, would be very disappointed, or probably yeah. is disappointed. She can sense it. But, yeah, uh, she has a unique thing in Fates in that she is one of the two female. Uh, character units that you can marry as a female avatar. Hmm. Uh, though her conversations were a little weird or not quite PC in the Japanese version. Really? So it did get changed for release. Yeah, it was um, It was a big controversy that they were changing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think part of the controversy was the actual topic. Essentially um you give her a potion that makes her see you as a man. Your female character as a male character as male. Oh. Which cures her of her oh, issue no. of being attracted to women. Oh. Yeah, they uh, I'm gonna put this out here right now. It's a good thing they changed that because that oh, yeah. That's like that's that's pretty close to just 
that's wrong, man. Oh, man. Exactly, which is why they changed it and removed that dialogue from her. That's even, that's even, like, ah, whatever. But yeah, no, that's a good, that's a good tidbit. There was, you know what? These Fire Emblem games, there's a lot that is in the Japanese versions that, that gets cut here and it, and it, it riles some folks up. Like there, there are websites some, dedicated some, to this franchise of those yeah, changes. Sometimes it doesn't make sense, but that one kind of makes sense. Yeah. Like, like I remember what, another one where they covered like Tharge's butt. Like, yeah, they covered her swimsuit bottom. Yeah. For the American or the Western version. But in the Japanese version, you could see her swimsuit bottom, but they covered it. And it's like, why are you, you know, video games that it's a weird, yep. weird thing. Um, but, any, any, uh, experience with Soleil, uh, in your, in your travels? Um, I do. Uh, I got her, I think originally got her as a four star after her original release. I think at some point she might've pity broken me as a five star. Um, her fire sweep sword is kind of useful uh, that she comes with is kind of useful, but, uh, can be dangerous depending on how you play the game. Um, Essentially, you know, the Fire Sweep series of weapons uh, prevents counterattacks on both ends. So if you are the kind of player who usually plays a more defensive battle, uh, you got to be careful with her because she won't counterattack when she gets attacked. So. Mm. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, I have like four copies of her. I've got a bunch of four-star summons just from pulling on, you know, red orbs in summoning. So, but I've never really ran with her. She, her art is cool. She looks cool. She's smiling. It's a, it's a grand old time, but never, never had her in fates. Now, which fates is she like? Niles is a, she's Niles is a Norian character. So she's from conquest. Yeah. And I didn't get that far. Uh, Tharja, I mean, Rajat is the character that you can marry female character on the, Rebirth side, or birthright side, you can marry as oh, a female okay. avatar. Can't remember if there are male ones that you can marry. I think there are, but I don't know. I just do remember there was talk that they were finally giving some, you know, same gender relationships in the game. Just Soleil was a little more risque, and I could be remembering wrong, but well, they obviously sure changed it the for case. those. For the Western release, so it's not as yeah. They removed that dialogue about them, you know, giving her a potion that made her see the avatar as the opposite gender. Yeah, that's a bit much. Uh, okay, well, what about preferred IVs? Uh, her preferred IVs are plus attack or speed. Uh, the, you want to keep her health and defense neutral, and her preferred boon or bane is resistant. I always get that one mixed up. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's. Uh, I always say boon when I mean bane half the time. It's no worries. Um, the build that obviously we use Game Press for all of our builds and stuff. So the build that Game Press has at the top of their list at the recommended is called "Hit Them Out of the Park: The DC Enemy Phase." I believe that's what I wrote. Yes. So starting off with Slaying Edge Plus with a with a refinement of plus speed, that's their preferred weapon. Uh, yep, you can use an alternate of Wodao uh, plus speed, but either way, Wodao plus plus speed, uh, but either way, that you're def you're gonna have to replace your weapon, especially if you're gonna do an enemy phase delay. Because as I mentioned before, her fire sweep sword is does not per allow counters. Yeah, and you've got some options here. Your best one is fur, because I think I think Navar and Navarre is is definitely like a, a a grand hero battle, is he not? Yes. Yeah. Uh, although Longku comes along quite a bit, Saber I I have not I don't not have duplicates of. I think he's five star only. But Fur pops along quite a bit. Yep. I I mean I don't know if uh, yeah if you she's have... a three four star hero so she comes up fairly often, but you do have to spend money to get her. Uh, if not all the way up to, actually no. If you're gonna go with the Slaying Edge Plus, you got to get her all the way up to uh, five star. So. Oh really? Okay. Well, there you go. Either way, you're investing. Uh, reposition yeah. is the you know just 
a standard movement. Uh, Glimmer is a special. Again, that seems to be one of those one of the common ones that they throw at these these heroes. Glimmer, Glimmer being a, you mu- you must have like a repository of characters just to throw Glimmer all around, right? Yep. I don't know. Uh, looking here, yeah, quite a bit. Uh, Longku per- Perry is usually the one I have in terms of Glimmer. Perry's always hanging around. <laughs> Good old Perry. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of Perry's or Perry books now. Uh, the backup they suggest is Moonbow. Uh, and there's a handful that unlock it four star. Uh, Athena, Joshua, Pala, and Odin. So. Yeah. Then you get into the expensive stuff, I think. This is usually where it gets a bit off the rails. Starting off with Distant Counter. But Distant Counter is so easy to get. It's on so... Oh, wait. No, it's on one unit. Hector, 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 or Hector. Yeah. So if you want to feed a Hector to your Soleil, you be my guest. Uh, there's no backup no, presented. There might be another, but... Nope, uh, nope. It's, it's just all various just, Hectors. Just a bunch of Hectors. And they really don't offer... Uh, I, I, it, it seems like Distant Counter is a make it or break it for this build because they do not offer any yeah, alternative. Yeah, this, this is the... Um, I mean, especially since the subtitle for it is it's the DC enemy phase. That means it's Distant Counter on enemy phase. That's the linchpin of this uh, skill set. So uh, That was DC Comics. Uh, it was the Dark yeah, Universe. No, not, not quite that. No. Okay, well, that makes no, more no. sense. Uh, they do suggest Rat Three as a as the B skill with an alternate of Vantage Three. Uh, Vantage is there on Long Coup like usual. Wrath uh, can be gotten off of a five star Nephany or Carla. Good old Carla. Uh, Nephany being the easier one to get, I believe, because I think she comes at four star. I could be misremembering. No, she might be five star only. So yeah, both are five star. Only star. And uh, the next skill, Attack Smoke 3. This one might be a bit easier to get if you have a bunch of Kazes lying around, which is unlockable at 4-star. But other than that, you're looking at a Brave Lin 5-star if you want that Attack Smoke. But I think I think we all got some Kazes, right? I think from uh, the Grand yeah. Conquest, we got a, a couple free ones. Oh, yeah. K- Kaze or Kaze, yes. I, sorry. Threw me off for a second the way you pronounce this What was I there. saying? You said Kaz, which I guess is a way to pronounce it, but the E at the end makes me think it's either Kaze or Kaze. But oh yeah, Kaze is. I would normally pronounce Kaz with K A Z. You know, no E at the end. Yeah, like jazz. Yep. Yeah, that makes more sense. Sorry about that. (laughs) No, no problem. Different people pronounce things different ways, which can throw you off at times. So true. Uh, And they recommend a quick repose three seal. Oh, sorry. No, no, I was just going to say that the Tax Smoke 3 p- seems pretty plausible. But yeah, Quick Repost 3 uh, for the seal. That seems... Also, the seals are pretty easy. Like, you have them, you upgrade them. Like, if you've been playing as much as you yeah. and I have, it, you, you can pretty much get this, no problem. Um, overall, like, is this is this a build that... You, like, minus... I, yeah, the Distant Counter is tough. That's a tough, tough sell. I mean, maybe, maybe looking at other builds for Soleil, like... Is Soleil a character? Like, do you want to make Fire Sweep work? Because they do have a Fire Sweep build, but I I don't know. You got you got to like the character, I think, to invest this much. Yeah, it's in, it's an interesting. I learned how to talk one of these days. I promise. Um, it's an interesting thing. Um, it's an expensive build. Uh, you know, it's recommended, so it's probably a pretty powerful build or decently powerful. Yeah. I'm of the mindset that I don't like sacrificing for weapons. So the likelihood of me doing this is somewhat unlikely. It may happen, but not holding my breath on that. Um I you know it, it's an expensive build, no no matter what. Um, oh, definitely. It's definitely so. an expensive build and, and I think that a lot of the characters we look at are expensive builds, but if Soleil is your is your favorite character, I could see folks sacrificing a Hector or or building up that Fire Sweep build. She's cool. I, I think if I had more time with her in Fates, I would probably feel differently right now. But she has a cool design. I love like the way her armor kind of 
she looks she looks less like all the other female characters in the game you know she's not showing skin she's wearing proper armor like she almost looks like she's wearing a bit too much armor it's just really cool i i i dig the art that soleil has in the game so yeah really cool stuff uh what are we doing next time on Summoner's Focus? Because we're we got a bit of a we got a bit of a trend going here, so I think people can, might even be able to predict what we're doing next. Up well, next is uh, Shadow Dragon. Hmm. So we're already playing it for um. Uh, we're already playing it for Game Club. Uh, next week we'll be doing a character from that as our. Next one. Um, this also includes uh, Mystery of the Emblem slash New Mystery of the Emblem. Mm -hmm. um, I actually did some research into the games um, last week while checking some things out for Shadow Dragon, and apparently the original Mystery of the Emblem was actually um, entire remake of Shadow Dragon as well as the added-on story, uh, which actually removed a couple chapters originally. Um, which is part of why uh, the infamous creepy old man is how he is, because it's kind of a little inside joke in the fact that in the original Mystery of the Emblem, he got removed. And I believe, uh, from what I could read and find, uh, instead of getting him in that first town, you got a vulnerary. So hmm. he's holding out, he's offering his potion, which in the Cypher cards is a vulnerary and in F heroes is a stamina potion kind of as a joke of how he got replaced in the original game uh mystery of the emblem by a vulnerary <laughs> so uh so is this is this basically what you're saying is like this is the day the risk campaign starts um i'm hoping for something other than that and oh, come I on. I could easily be a bit of a stubborn bum and point that his uh, inside Fire Emblem Heroes, he is listed as a different game than everyone else. Uh, what so game he is he listed count, as? But I believe he's listed as Shadow Dragon instead of New Mystery of the Emblem. But we are doing Shadow Dragon. Characters. True, so he's the only option for next week. I guess we no, have to No, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> all right well people can suggest in the discord we will just add risks so whirlwind if you're listening we love you yep we'll just do Risk it will probably be on the poll next week and we'll see how much of a landslide he does i i honestly just let's do it like let's let's see the poll like let's just see risks like just crush everybody whoever's li whoever's listening to the sound of my voice when you see the link in the show notes next week just even if you never vote click it hit wrist like let's let's get this over with let's rip the band-aid off eddie we have to yep so wrist is listed as appears in fire emblem shadow dragon and the blade of light mm -hmm. everyone else is appears in fire emblem mystery of the emblem except for athena and others who appear in new mystery of the emblem so or athena appears in new mystery of the emblem but and... isn't she a hero that we get in one of the paralogs that were that where you have a bunch of heroes missing well these paralogs were added specifically for the shadow dragon re-release right and they're pretty easy to miss sort of you know if you aren't killing losing enough characters you miss them right so it's possible that the first time you actually are guaranteed to get her is in new mystery of the emblem no, that makes sense. But Tiki and all them say Mystery of the Emblem. Uh, Clarice, who was a person, a character added specifically. Uh, Katarina and Clarice, who were specifically added for the remake New Mystery of the Emblem, are saying mi New Mystery. Um, like Athena was added in Shadow Dragon, they were added in New Mystery. So... Yep. All the others just straight up say mystery of the emblem. Well, I will overrule the technicality. Like, let's just we we just got to yeah. get it over with. I I think a lot of people like we we will have an uprising if uh, if we if we bar risk from from the polls. So we'll just 
We'll just yeah, see how Russ, it goes. This is the one chance Russ has to get into the polls, so. Well, I mean, until the next time it comes around, so like in, well, six months. It, it, well, it takes quite a bit to get back around, I think. Well, if if Riss gets chosen this time, next time he won't be available because it'll already have been done. Oh, no, no, yeah, that's a good point. So, uh, But he will always live on in Game Club because as far as I know, none of us have killed off Riss yet. And speaking uh, of yeah, Game Club... Yeah, with my last playthrough, or as I was working through some of those chapters, I wanted to kill him off because he wasn't gaining any stats when he leveled up. <laughs> he, he just He's just out to get you, man. He really doesn't like you. But, uh, uh, but we're still working up to chapter 14 for next week. Yeah, so How's we're still aiming for 14. Going? Uh, not at all. It's been such a busy week that I'm hoping to just double down this week. I, I'm putting this right here on record. I will get to chapter 14, and we will catch back up to where we hoped to be. Uh, I will make it a priority, because I do want to treat Game Club, no matter what the game is, whether I haven't played it before or whether it's recent or old, I, I still want to keep at it, but... It's been a crazy month, honestly, and I know it's only going to get worse with Extra Life and stuff coming up, but uh, I, I look forward to getting to Chapter 14 by next week. Yep, I'm going to have to work hard to get myself to Chapter 14 as well. Um, I got most of the way through Chapter 7, and then good old RNG decided to kick me in the balls. That's uh, uh, go, Going in for the kill and on the boss, and Marth missed one of his swipes, and... The boss hit with both of his swipes, killing Marth out. Ouch. So that was a guaranteed reset there. I was like, okay, I can get him if, you know, I hit both these attacks. I have 75% chance. And he misses one of them. Yeah, and that's a forced reset. You don't even have any options on oh, that yeah. one. Well, fun if times. Marth dies, it's game over. So I got to go back to the second uh, thing and redeal with those forts. You got burned on a on a Celica death as well when we were playing Echoes too, right? Yep. I forgot to check if I could um, save right before I started the final battle against... Uh, what's his name? The annoying one? Uh, uh, Duma. Yeah. And That guy. You know, he had his range attack that was able to reach Celica and smacked her and sent me all the way back to the end of the Burkoop fight. Always a grand time when you kill a character with it can't be reset. Uh, well, good good stuff. Look forward to playing more Shadow Dragon over the week, and we will talk about that next week. So yeah. if you're playing, get on it, folks. I mean, the, the Marth one is annoying in that I saw the attack happen. I saw him miss his second attack. I'm like, okay, do I have any characters that can possibly take this guy out that last three hit points? And it's like, nope, he's doing no damage. He's doing no damage. And it's like, nope, I got nothing. Hmm. And it's like, I can't back up a turn like I could in... Echoes. Echoes. Yeah, you didn't have any... You couldn't just wait for another turn to get another guy in there to help out? I couldn't move Marth out of the spot. Marth had done his attack, so I couldn't back up anymore. Oh, I see. Marth was, like, the last character. I'm like... Whittling him down, I used, um, I, Bantu had his Firestone, so I used him to take him down to, like, seven hit points. Marth would do, um, four times two with a 75% chance to hit, uh, hit, or with his Rapier, or ten with a 55% chance to hit with his Armor Slayer that he was holding. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know what? I feel better with the 75% chance, and he missed one of them. Brutal. And at that point, it's like, well, I have no one else who can get in there and attack because everyone else has whittled him down what they can, you know? So. Well, we will talk more about that next week when we uh, we catch up Chapter 14. And Eddie, before we jet out of this bad boy, do you have any final words for the listeners? Nope. Visit us on the web at gamersinpodcast.com slash Faye. Email the show Faye at gamersinpodcast.com. Check out the Fire Emblem channel in the Gamers In Discord over at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. We'll plug Extra Life one more time. Go to bit.ly slash TGI Extra Life 2018 to donate and join us for our first live show on October 27th. 
And that's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great week and happy summoning. That's what I get for going off script.